STC Pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Okay, waiting on my co-host to show up. Are we ready? We are ready. Are we actually, are we in I'm ready. time yet? I'm ready to entertain your presence. Is the king ready? Because I've been standing around for an hour waiting I've for been, someone to get moving. I've been getting stuff done. No, we're in this. Doing business. Hello, everybody. Uh, I apologize for starting off negative. However, mm, I'm used to it from you. Um... We are in the middle of the night tonight for our recording, uh, contrary to what we've been trying to do. I don't know why, what what happened. Oh, we've had busy busy work, right? Uh, and so now it is the time of the night where Joe gets in one of his moods. His lips are pursed tightly together and no one is allowed to talk to him. So it's a good time to do a record, I thought. It's your fault. So you should have done it right off the bat. We're apparently ready to go. And I'm like, well, let's get this recording out of the way, Joe. Hmm. I'm not ready. How about when I'm ready, we'll do it. How about we just do it now so we can get the artwork and all that out of the way and get it in the bag? Hmm. Hmm. Nope. I'll tell you when. <laughs> really? Oh, here we go again. Uh, that's not how I talk. Joe's good and ready time. Now, it's funny. Because when... Uh, I can't pull this stuff with you. I can't pull the, you know what, you wait while I take my time. Because you have to have things going immediately. It doesn't work the other way. Why can you not pull, why can you not quote unquote pull that stuff with me? Next time, if you're finally ready to go and I go, you know what Joe, just give me a second, I'm working on something here. All hell would break loose. Be stomping around, throwing stuff, and saying, well, we're not doing it this week then, I guess. I'm putting everything away, going to the car, taking my ball, and going home. I, uh, it's ridiculous. Anyways. And people believe the stuff that you spout. Listeners, I am sorry to start the show this way. I really am. Mm. It's just things I have to deal with. You know, this is what I got to deal with on a, on a nightly basis. We are 2 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, I'm having a Coke and some chocolates. He's got a big bag of last year's Arrow Halloween chocolates and freebasing a uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, well, Warm Coke. At least you're going to be awake. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm sad the show started this way because this was going to be the award-winning show. This was going to solidify any kind of uh, win for the future of this show because it's a big show. we got lots to talk about. Joe will finally reveal after almost two years of waiting for his sleep study stuff, that story finally comes to bear on this episode. <sighs> I can't wait. I forgot to bring that info in. <sighs> oh my God. Sorry. People. I, got, uh, I got a little bit of a recording on my phone though. I can play that back. People help me. I, I help me people. I it pretty much came out exactly how I thought it was going right. to come out. Well, we'll get to that later. A little tease for you. First off, I want to uh, give a big thanks to um, 
second place Dango, uh, retro fan, runner up Fandango. For the, did you see the beautiful tribute they did for us on their artwork uh, last week? I did. <laughs> what do they say? Uh, imitation is the greatest form of uh, flattery. Oh yeah, but I thought it was just pure tribute. It was. Oh, it nice. was like uh, bringing gifts of wine and berries to the to the leader, and I thought it was great. Uh, Rambox went totally out of his way and did this beautiful artwork in our style as a as a beautiful tribute to us. Uh, I got to give that guy props. He even got the fonts right. I would like to give them a personal thank you for giving me the greatest night of sleep in my life. <laughs> I uh, laid down the other night <clears throat> and uh, put on the latest episode of uh, Retro Film Dango. And next thing I know, it was... Seven in the morning. I slept through the entire night. <laughs> Come on. So I, I, nothing but forget the sleep test. <laughs> Just keep pumping out those film dangos. Oh my god! I don't know what's your problem with uh, film dangos. I love them. They had some good I, movies this time. I said thank you. It was great. Fandango boys looked at uh, League of Their Own, which. Rambox had never seen crazy, and then Rocky, which Kevin had never seen before, which is even crazier. He had seen it, but he said it was a crappy VHS, and he barely remembered anything, and he didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then he really did. He liked it the second time he saw it. So yeah, and good on him for continuing down the hole and doing one, two, and three right off the bat, one after the other. That's the way to do it. I love those Rocky movies where they. The next one starts off, the second, the last one ends. Love that shit. Keep going. What the, what the fuck was that pause? Yeah, I'm looking at the upside of your head. What are you doing? Sorry. I thought you were going on a tangent. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, to this next episode of STC Pod. This is episode 170. What did we decide? Well, we guessed at 174. Uh, well, I told you it was 174, oh, okay. so it is 174. Exactly. Then why did you ask me? 100 episodes greater than um, second place Dango. Did and you know that uh, Transformers and Beer recorded their 150th episode hmm. this week? Wow. No fanfare whatsoever. Congratulations to the TMB. That channel is still taking off beyond any. I I couldn't believe. I only brought it up because I'm part of both both uh, both podcasts. We are aware. Uh, Yeah, seriously, congratulations on that show. It's uh, it's gone to new grounds that we didn't think it could get to. Weekly Transformers podcast. Who'd have thought? continue <laughs> and uh yeah so anyways there's going to be big stuff on this uh, episode coming up we're going to talk about joe's life changes and all that jazz and uh we'll be back right after this hey guys dean lasagna here from round two gaming and i wanted to quickly jump in to let you know about one of my favorite gaming podcasts block talk Miles, Chris, and Catherine put on a fantastic show for you each and every month, covering theme topics ranging from puzzle games and escape rooms to gaming aspirations and best of moments. Whether you're into video games or board games or card games, I guarantee you'll find that geek culture enjoyment you're looking for. Hilarious hosts, witty banter, top-notch quality, Flock Talk from the Flock of Nerds crew, check them out on iTunes, or head on over to www.cartridgeclub.org to join in the fun. 
All right, we're back. What is going on with this finger? He's got this stump going on <laughs> over here. It's stained. I've got two band-aids on my left hand middle finger with uh, paint stains on it. Okay, paint stains. Well, what happened was, if I could tell you the story. If, please. I was uh, at the gym today. Here we go. Did my workout. Nothing but time. Had a, I think I was arguing with Kevin on Twitter at the same time, and I said enough was a, enough enough of that. Uh, went to get uh, the locker room to. Uh, I was going to have a sauna and a shower with your boys and, and a shave, right? And a shave. Wow. So I got my bag. It's on the it's on the uh, change room uh, bench. Your bag that has the balls in it. I. Uh, taking off my clothes um, down to my uh, skibbies so I take those off there's a guy beside me so I'm turning and I'm wrapping myself in the uh, the towel why are you taking everything off with a dude beside you where else are you supposed to do it I'm waiting until the dude leaves I'm not who knows someone else could walk no. in and then I just, I'm waiting there all day go somewhere else stall or something. time there's no stalls there's stalls so I've got this towel around me, and now I've got my bag full of accoutrements and clothes and accessories on the bench. I pick up my shaving razor and my mirror. Your shaving razor? You know, the one you use on your face? It's a shaving razor. It's not a different kind of razor? No, like toast bread. It's not a massaging razor? Toast bread, and then there's shaving razors. So i got my mirror and shaving razor in my right hand. I take my left hand, grab my bag, and shove it into the locker, only it's starting to fall down towards me. So with my right hand holding the razor, I reach into the locker, give the bag a push as well, and then as I'm pulling my right hand away, I run the razor down my left hand middle finger. And I'll uh, deli counter shave a fine slice of prosciutto skin off of my finger. No, but you use an electric razor. No, not for shaving my head. Oh, the head. (laughs) So I immediately have this massive pain on my finger, and I'm looking, and I've got this skin flap hanging off. It's about a two-centimeter skin flap. And there's no blood yet, so I'm like, fuck. Towels starting to fall off. I got skin flap off my finger. I fucking close the locker, lock it up, look at my finger, and this I rip the flap off. The flap's done. And then I'm looking at my finger, and where the skin used to be is white, and then it slowly starts to turn pink, and then little dots of red, and then the blood starts gushing out. So I've got, I'm in the change room, Guy behind me, I'm wrapped in a towel. Blood starts running down my hand. Uh, so I'm wiping that on my towel around my waist. Oh, wipe it. Another big gush. Wipe it, gush. Go to the sink, wrap it in uh, paper towels. Going, all right, fuck, I can't have a shower now, or a sauna now, because it's going to make it bleed even more. I'll go to the shower, just have a shower. Uh, hopefully that'll calm down the bleeding. So I get in there, running under the water, burns immediately. 
blood's dripping on the shower room floor. It's mixing with the water, so it's like pink all over now. You thought, if I'm bleeding, I should have a shower. What's the best way to maybe stop the bleeding? You read that somewhere? Somewhere, yes. (laughs) Okay. So with one hand, I start, I uh, soap my head up, clean that off with my bleeding hand. I now take the mirror. I do shave, I finish shaving my head. The shaving of the head is still on. on Finish the the shower. Blood is everywhere still. I notice that it's starting to slow down. As soon as I stop the water, Mm. it comes out even just as fast. So there's blood everywhere still. I quickly get out, dry myself off, go to the bathroom, wrap it in a towel again, uh, get changed, and uh, got two Band-Aids from the uh, reception desk. And I haven't looked at it since. We don't know what's doing under there. But why is there paint on it then? Well, I did a little bit of touch-up painting today, and I got some paint on it. I'm afraid to take it off. Yeah. When we do it right now? Mm, do we have a backup situation? Do we have any more cases? Band-Aids? That would be a journey for us to get one. All right, I'll do it after then. Anyway, that's the story of my finger. Not the best start to a day, but whatever. I haven't done that forever. Like, last time... I don't think I've ever really cut my head shaving, but I've cut other parts of me shaving, which is ridiculous. Usually, and usually it's rushing too. Like just, you know, I wasn't even thinking. What an idiot. How about calm down on the shaving? Uh, why? (laughs) Just because you don't shave doesn't mean everyone else is to calm down. What would be the worst thing if you let some of that, let some of the stuff come back? On the top side, you never know what's doing. I like it uh, smooth, like other round areas on my body. You could have a, a massive shock of crazy red I, hair. I or could, something. but I probably don't. So uh, I say let let just a little I say, bit. Uh, I say you don't worry about it. <laughs> so what happened to the flap? Because me, oh. I know Joe. <laughs> I know. I may Joe. have left it on the uh, the change room floor. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. But but to my credit... Can um, you imagine? Some poor soul has to go in there and clean that up. Uh, I shouldn't say to my credit. Uh, I, was a, I was technically in shock. So that's, that's probably why I didn't think about uh, carrying it with me to the uh, garbage can. No, I've never seen you make anything to the garbage can. Yes, you have. It's like your pleasure to have people pick up after you. Look at right now, your chocolate bar garbage is all over the place. It's beside, That's not getting picked up. It's beside my empty can, that which is picked up. which is half a foot away from me. So yes, I will. Once this awesome, awesome record is done, I will clean up after myself. <coughs> hmm. So anyway, yeah. Is anyone watching all this drama? Uh... Someone may have seen me uh, trying to stop the bleeding at the uh, bathroom sink with uh, paper towels. And they're like, not coming back to this gym. Yeah. <laughs> there is a biological disease, or uh, what do they call it? When the uh, forensic people clean up the blood after? Mm-hmm. Biological hazard? Sure. Yeah. Whatever, man. Good one. Well... 
That's what I get for rushing. I know people that don't rush around when they're doing things. Like, they they OCD double-check everything. Like, uh, you know, locking car doors. Yeah, but you... <laughs> you hear it locked, but they still do, like, the double thing, double tug on the door, door handle, just to make sure. You know, just, like, obviously, you know, things like that, making sure all the lights are off. And lately, I've just been running around where it's... I'm second guessing stuff that I would normally do. I can see what you were rushing around because you had to get into the steam with uh, Carlo and Sonny, right? Two names that would not apply to anyone. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it does if you're in steaming with them. Carlos and Sonny. Yeah. Giancarlo. Oh, now it's Giancarlo. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Anyway, that's the uh, finger story. Good finger story. I, did I give you the update on I took the Honda in for that maintenance? Remember I said uh, the whole maintenance board lit up with all the codes <sighs> I had to do? You did, but I don't remember what you said. It's exciting. What uh, It said rotate tires, which you didn't need to do because winter tires are coming off soon. said uh, the, the big oil change, which refers to all these extra stupid checks they do like uh, brakes adjustments and looking at this and that anyway so just have my brakes done right so i don't need all that extra bit that would be a 200 oil change if i did that and then it also said transmission fluid that i did do that was like a hundred bucks that's not a flush that's just a drain and refill so it doesn't get all the transmission fluid out just hmm. whatever and then the, the last one was what I thought was just spark plugs, which I figure I could do myself. However, it turns out that that code was uh, spark plugs as well as uh, valve check and adjustments and gasket replace. You heard of all that before? Hmm. So that goes from a simple spark plugs to a $500 maintenance. So what was this, if you had done everything, what would the total maintenance cost be? Oh, everything would have been uh, one, two, three, four, nine hundred before tax. So I turned down the spark plugs and the valve adjustments. I put this question out to the listeners, is valve adjustments and checking them really necessary? Really necessary. I'm at 160,000 kilometers. Hmm. You see, they got to tear like the engine apart a little bit to get at the valves, and that's why they do the plugs at the same time because the plugs are basically exposed. It's easy for them to swap at that point. And because they take the head off, they got to replace that gasket. All to check the valves. How are them valves doing? Oh, we're doing okay. Okay. At 500 bucks. What would you do? Do you do that one? you seen this one before? <clears throat> I've never done that. I don't remember seeing this on the last car when it came up to this kilometer mm. in the maintenance. This is like a new thing or something. Well, hopefully it is one of those things where you just, you don't really have to bother with it. Um, I don't know if I changed the plugs on my car. The plugs are probably fine. Um, I think as long as you're having it... Uh, Hmm. I was going to say, as long as it's starting fine, but the plugs, 
do they are they still helping like with the combustion as the car is driving and all that yeah so if they're not working properly then you're getting what less uh mileage and all that yeah true and my mileage has been shit lately of course it is winter colder and winter tires all affects that um anyways i turned that down to think about it i love how they just want you to make a decision at that moment oh yeah turns out this is going to be a 900 hundred dollar appointment you let us go through with it yeah okay on top of that i had my things for them to look at for the warranty right and i every new car i get i get the extended warranty with honda because i like you know feeling safe and it's 200,000 kilometers your extended warranty bumper to bumper with a big asterisk, right? Every time I try to get them to look at stuff, it's never included in the warranty. So I said my uh, thermostat always is squirrely, right? You're supposed to set that thermostat and forget it, remember? Remember we had this discussion? Well, I said my, I set my thermostat and forget it because I do not use the auto uh, climate control. Yeah, because you're crazy. No. Because so it's always blowing hot when it could just be at set the at a entire winter. I had mine set for thirty degrees. <laughs> thirty degrees, and I would have it on either the lowest fan setting or the next one up. Yeah. Well, now in modern days, the car will maintain but the temperature. I don't change. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not jiggling it and changing it as I'm driving. You it's are. like it's set for thirty. Stays at thirty degrees. And the fan's always blowing at either minimum or just right. the one above minimum. You're screwing around with the fan the whole time. No. Let the car figure I'm not, that I'm out. I'm not adjusting it from minimum to the next one up. There's no difference. I think all that 30 has fried your brain because you're not... Anyways. Well, I like it hot because there was, the, there was a two-year period uh, that I went with no heat in the wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and then but it was a beater car that I was using for like uh, booting back and forth to uh, college and stuff. So I said, "Fuck it, just let it." I'll suck. I wear a hat, gloves in the car. I'll scrape the inside of the windshield in the That's car. That's right. The inside would freeze up in that case. And did, like, did it have defrost even? For any what, kind the, of blowing out of the on the windshield? Very minimal. Wow. What well, it would blow, but there wouldn't be. There'd be like almost little to zero heat coming out. So, yeah. What kind of car was that? It was a Cavalier. Oh, a Caballero. But it was the good ones with the uh, 3.2 engine. They were great. Yeah, they lasted forever. Bodies would fall off them, but uh, drive them forever. Well, the bodies were, and those were the metal bodies too, right? For that model, it wasn't the well, uh, the plastic no. doors and shit Who has like that. Plastic Saturns. Who Everything's plastic? plastic now. No, it's all metal. No, these were metal everywhere. And, uh, yeah, it was a great fucking car. I think I got through Always that. would start in the winter, no matter what. Um, yeah, I never had I, issues with I it. I cannot see the Joe, this, this person of stature, driving around a Caballero. I just don't see it. Well, I had two of them. Here, I had, I had, I had and I had his uh, 24. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we cleared that up. 
Anyways, of course, they couldn't uh, replicate what I said was happening with the thermostat, so I couldn't get that fixed. And then I said one of my side mirrors doesn't defrost as well, so that defroster's gone on the side mirror. Guess what? They checked it, and sure enough, I'm right. Yeah, it is. It's working at about, you know, it should get up to like 30 degrees. It gets around 20 degrees, but not covered under warranty. Sorry. What? How can this not be covered under warranty? Hmm. That wasn't covered, and then I have a little rip in my seat. I thought maybe fabric was covered for a little while. Nope, fabric's not covered. So I didn't have a fun appointment at all. Just got the basic oil change and the transmission fluid and got out of there. <sighs> so now if you have an issue, though, are they going to come back at you for not getting all this maintenance followed up on? Yeah, totally. They can do that. If uh, something happens and uh, I'm still within the warranty period, like I said, I got to 200,000 kilometers. I'm at 160 now. So it's not long that this is going to be around for. They could say, well, you didn't uh, do the big oil change with the checking of the thing and the, the valve of the underdo and the Johnson rod. So, yeah. When are you going to keep your, how long do you keep your cars for? Uh, normally, I, I, I like, uh, you know, I like, I like, I like having a new car every Spit so it out, often. So, <laughs> you know. This isn't Fandango, get the answer out uh, right away. You know, like every five years or so, I like, yeah. uh, but that's not going to happen this time around. I'm under different financial situations, so I'm probably going to keep this a little bit longer, as long as she's working good. We might as well. Yeah, I still like it, so I'm not I'm not sick of it. Other cars I get after five years, I just can't stand being inside of it anymore. So I want just want to pull out. That's a sign of a snob. <laughs> no, it isn't. Look it, you're not you're not in my same world. Like I live in that car, right? I have an um, hour and a half commute to work and another hour and a half back. So I spend a lot of time I in that car. I spend all That's my a time second. in my car too. No, you're too busy pumping iron. So I spent a lot. That's my second home, my car. So I feel I should be comfortable and extremely happy in my car. Is my first home. My car. I'm in my first home when I'm driving. You're in your first home. <laughs> I drive all the time, dude. No, you drive. You have little drives. You you don't have to do what I'm doing. Is what I'm saying. The big commute. I don't have the big long commute. Yeah, but overall. Uh, my time in my car is more than your time in your That's car. That's right. You do go to your kid's school to sleep in your car for a couple hours before you get Dude, home. that parking lot's been crazy lately. The last week, I'm there by, they get out at 2.45. I'm there by 10 to 2, so 1.50. 1.50. Wait, 1.52. Yeah. And he gets out at 3.30. 2.45. So I'm there f 50 minutes early. 50. And the parking spaces are all full, and I got to park on the edge of the U-shaped uh, parking lot. <laughs> and then I just, I'll, I'll usually have a monkey around on Twitter or play in the Vita, or I'll have like a, you know, 40-minute nap. Yeah, more likely. More likely. Well, there's times when I'll do the Vita and then wake up. 20 minutes later. Yeah, that Vita game put you <laughs> And they got to rewind all that automated dialogue that I had going. <laughs> uh, any, any good dreams in that uh, that little car sleep of yours? No, I just... Good, no, no dream. I just go comatose. Oh, my God. 
Straight I, as a board. You know, Polykill uh, podcast. The boys over there just did an episode on dreams, and uh, I, I didn't. I didn't like the idea of that one, so I didn't listen to it. It was good. Mm. <laughs> just Joe. Oh, I shake my fist at you. Every. <laughs> Not interested in dreams, <laughs> anyways. It, it it got me. I don't know. It put me in the mindset to remember something, but just. Was it today, I think, sleeping before my shift? I had a Joe dream of all things. I don't remember much anything that happened in this. Although we were at work here, and I look over to you. I don't know what, what you were doing, but you were making me angry. So for some reason, for some reason, I had like a milk crate to put my feet on, which we don't have milk crates in here to put my feet on, but I was doing it. And I kicked it over to your chair. And this sent you a bit... A kembo, and you started tilting, and <laughs> to right yourself. You remember in the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, the the uh, skiing acrobatics. You know the aerials. Yeah. When they go down the big hill and they're about to hit the ramp, they put their arms straight up like this. <laughs> <laughs> and they're to do a to do a trick. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you did. You started tilting, and then I saw you put your arms straight up like this. And you did a couple revolutions in the chair, and then you still fell down. So the arms up didn't help, <laughs> but you were about to do something. Or you're saying it was a touchdown. I don't know, but that's all I remember from that dream. I don't know why you were with me during the day. Why would you get angry at me? You were either, I don't know, something yeah. happened. You were probably asleep over there, and I kicked the thing at you to wake you up. <laughs> so watch out. That could happen. Oh, watch out for my touchdown. <laughs> Arms straight up. It was a sight to see. Well, nice to see that you're thinking of me in your dreams. I don't know I why. do not think of you in my dreams. Hmm. Hello? What? Keep going. Can me keep going? Oh, I got something. Speaking of uh, your car issues, I've had a TV issue. My uh, my main TV blew up on me. Oh, I didn't know about this. This is news. Yeah, I'm just telling you right now. Oh. What, what am I supposed to do? Call you? <laughs> yeah. On a day off and go, hey man, my TV blew up. <laughs> yeah. Why All don't right. you ever reach out All to right. me? Good chat. I feel lonely. Well, I'm always at home, so call me up. Yeah, I went to turn it on. Uh, what day is this? <clears throat> So it would have been last Friday. I turned the TV on, or I went to turn it on, and nothing was appearing on the screen. And the, you know how the TV's got the little red uh, power light in the bottom left right-hand corners? Mine, it was like flashing like a Morse code kind of thing. It would just keep blinking on and off, on and off, and long pauses. It was obviously doing like a troubleshooting code. So I'm like, fuck. So, uh, and I was going away the next day. That's when I was going to the cottage weekend. Mm. So my wife goes, you can't, you can't uh, just leave me with the TV like this on the weekend with no kid with the kids and not them not having anything to watch. So we moved that TV to my office, and then we brought the TV from the bedroom down to, uh, downstairs. And you have a massive TV in the bedroom anyway, so it's not like... No, it's not. It's, yeah, it is massive. 
It's a 60. It's a 50, 60. 50 inch. 58 maybe. Doesn't matter what I say because you don't. You're not <laughs> I, I remember when you got it because I thought it was outrageous to put that in your bedroom. It's a 50. Anyways, continue with your 58. So we, we went from the, it was the 55 inch that blew up on us. How do you know it blew up like it's gone beyond? It's not. Is it smelling? Uh, Did any smoke no, come out? No, I took the back off of it. Uh, cousin Chuck came over, and we did some troubleshooting on it. I took the back off, looked at More than likely, it's the power board issue. I thought there might have been some uh, uh, capacitors that were blown out or leaking or anything like that that you could see visually. And if that was the case, we just would have taken the power board off and replaced the capacitors. But that they all looked perfectly fine. Uh, we can't really figure out what the code is for, so more than likely though, stuff I've been seeing online is it tends to be a power board issue. Only uh, I don't know if it's worth it getting paying someone to even look at it first off, and then I don't know how much a power board costs. Yeah, what uh, brand name is? It's not that old. Sam Samsung. Samsung. Shit. Yeah, it's only. We got it at our other place, so it's probably like five or six years old. Hmm. So a little disappointing. So we're gonna ride the fifty-inch out for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, such such a horror. Well, when well, you're sitting, such a horror. Horror. I have forty inches in my living room. Thank you very much. Forty. But it depends on the uh, distance from the TV, mm. and that's the viewing, right? Uh, and you have the grand ballroom. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's why I was using a 55, because I got like, such a massive room. Ugh. Poor baby with his 50. Jesus Well, it Christ. is considerably smaller when, when you're looking from the couch to it. Well, no wonder there's all this scoffing going on when you walked into my living room. Huh? No scoffing. Look at this bastard. <laughs> He's got a little 40-inch TV on his wall. <laughs> One, I never said that. And two, you've got a projector TV in the basement. So... Don't matter. Really. So, that brings us to the big thing. You had this little boys weekend. We didn't talk about that yet, did we? We didn't find out about the boy weekend. You and the little well, boys. No, it was a guy's weekend at the cottage. It was a, it was a guy's weekend at the cottage. Who were these guys... How did you get involved, and um, why were you there? It was a bunch of uh, Julie's uh, cousins and uh, their friends and uh, her <laughs> aunt's uh, her aunt's uh, fiance. So you were basically told these are your new friends, Joe. They're going away for the weekend. He said you've been invited up. You should probably go, and so I went up. Ugh. So I went up Saturday morning at. Uh, I left home at 10 and I uh, came back around, I think, uh, 11 o'clock, 11.30 that night. I got to tell you, personally, I don't think I'm uh, good in those kind of situations with people that are not well known to me, you know, yet I'm spending an well, entire no, weekend. Well, like no, I'd met, I'd met most of them at least a couple times before. Still. Oh, I've met you two times before. Now we're spending the night together. Well, the day I didn't, I didn't choose to spend the night up there. So, oh, 
you were going to. No, this is news. Yeah, people know. You were doing this whole weekend thing. That was the whole lead up. So what happened? Well, it wasn't did a someone, whole weekend thing because I had to work the Sunday someone night. Someone attack Joey? No, it's just more than enough. I like to sleep get into a in fight? comfort at my bed. Well, yeah, of course. So that's why I came home. But and, and there was like a billion bedrooms in this mansion. Sun, but Sunday I had a bunch of things to do too, so I had to come back for that. Who did you get into a fight with? No way. Did they pick on you when you were passed out or something? Nope, didn't pass out. Though the the lake wasn't um still did some ice fishing, but the lake was very uh wet. I don't yeah, we saw the image of you walking on the lake in like plus fifteen weather. That's this is city boy when you take a city boy up to uh up to the lake. He's walking on it. That's not why were you out there? What do you mean? It was dangerous. You said a snowmobile Plus out 15. to go ice fishing. That was crazy. You would never catch me out there. People were still in their huts. Yeah, they're crazy. I can't see you ice fishing either, by the way. Oh, I'm a fisherman. Yeah? Who was, who was doing it all for you? Who set the hook for you and all that? I did it all <laughs> myself. <laughs> what did you catch? You got the power drill to go through the ice. What did you catch? Nothing. It's all about the experience. So that was it. Came I, back, and uh, the next day was my grandmother's uh, 91st birthday, so we had that. That was a big, big old party again. I had to go buy some flowers for her. Catered party? Uh, well, we went to my parents and uh, we had the usual. Catered. Aunts and uncles came over and had dinner. Catered. Homemade. Catered. Mm, homemade. I saw special catering plates. Those were... Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were take-home trays that my mom has. Oh, every person has take-home. You can buy them for. They come two in a pack, and they're like two bucks. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> what? You're so suspicious of everything. Ah. What is your problem? I just want to live this life of yours for a couple of days. It's my it's, life. I only see it in the soap operas, and I hear about it. In really? The, I didn't know they drive ma- Mazdas in soap operas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. When their other cars land rover. I don't see Mazdas in Bold and the Beautiful. Well, this weekend coming up, I have an, another volleyball tournament tournament to take the kid yeah. to. Have fun. <clears throat> this time it's in uh, Markham. So, kind of close to Joe country. Mm. I'll have nothing to do, but, uh, yep. I'll have nothing to do. Just have time to kick around. I'll be, uh, uh, I'll be with the kids. Okay, there it is. (laughs) Okay, so, yep. Uh, We got a tournament that day, and then the next day is a birthday party for the little kid. She's turning Mm. seven. Oh, wait, what day did you say you were having it? Sunday? The birthday party? No, the tournament. Tournament's Saturday. Birthday uh, party's on Sunday. Yeah, my daughter's having a birthday party Sunday, too. So I got... So I should say Saturday. I'm going to be cleaning more than anything else. Well, let's let's uh, go through our different party arrangements. Uh, Mine is I'm bringing her friends over to the house, and uh, I'm going to put, like, a movie on for them. They're going to have some playtime. Uh, a little pizza party, some cake, uh, 
grab bags and out they go. Now, go with Joe's. First I booked the party rental place. They got the bouncy castle. Come on, let's go. Is the magician coming? None of that. Zoo. She's, portable she's zoo place. The daughter, zoo people. Daughter's turning four. This is a big deal. We're just having a, she's having a princess party. Uh, what does that mean? Is someone coming? Well, she's having a, it's a frozen party. So, uh, is know, like a company coming? No. With wardrobe? No, the grandmother's made like a little uh, princess castle. Uh, I think she's got a little dress and uh, just the, f the family's coming over. Here we go. And then we're just ordering um, uh, Indian food. We did that last year and it turned out okay. Hmm. And that's it. Well, so your catered event that has all the family coming over and to my little pizza I gotta party. I got to go pick the food up so someone's just cooking it. Why is just not a little pizza party adequate for four-year-olds? Why do they need a catered event? Just curious. Well, it's not really for the kids. It's not for the kids. It's for oh, the adults. Right. Why do all these adults have to come over? Because it's family, and that's how you do Why it. Why can't the kid have a fun time with her friends? Why are all these adults there? Well, she's four. She doesn't really have... She doesn't have friends. Right, I forgot. Yes. Joe. She's have she does have one girl coming over uh, who's the sister of it's family. A brother who goes to school with my my son. Wow. You let they got their ID pass in the mail. But aside from that, it's it's a family thing. It's a family Fuck thing. Fuck the who cares about other kids. Oh boy. Well, these kids are coming over. It's going to be madness. These kids are crazy at this age. This uh grade 1 Six, seven-year-old. Yep. She's got two boys and two girls coming over. And uh, um, it's How madness. come there's only four kids coming over? That's enough. And you call that madness? That is madness. Try having any of your uh, daughter's friends come over. Try it. Nope. Aunts and uncles, and we're going to eat uh, Greek food because every four-year-old's like, oh, I hope daddy gets some shish kebabs. Did I say Greek or did I say something else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I said Indian food. Oh, God. It just keeps getting crazier and oh, crazier. You like, that you like that shit, so don't complain about it. I, the kids, they want pizza. They want, like, hot dogs and stuff like that. You Finger food. They'll eat what we put in front of them. That's how it should be. What is it, Indian? What? What is it? Indian food. So they're... Uh, they get the Kama Sutra stuff and the uh, <laughs> rice and uh, falafels oh, and whatever they have. Kids love that. Shit they make. Uh, my kid asked me for that. I said, nope. Pizza. Well, that's... Nope. You should... Uh, what do you mean your kid asked you for that? <laughs> okay. If she did? Enough's enough. People have waited long enough. Please. Will you please tell us... I asked you to tell me what happened after the appointment. Nothing happened. And uh, this week when we started work, I asked you to tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. Do you need your phone? Yeah, get the Hold phone because I, uh, I didn't bother remembering anything. Well, this is important. Not really because I'm perfectly healthy. Because we need the proof. We need the proof if people didn't hear me.
I got to play this back here. Hold on one second here. So for those who are uh, joined us for a first time here at STC Pod, Joe has um, had uh, sleep episodes that most people in his life have witnessed. I meant to edit this down. For a long, long time. Finally, we got him to go to a sleep clinic for a sleep test. He slept all night uh, under monitored conditions. And uh, he finally went to find out the results. And now, finally, after years of waiting, we get to hear what the doctor said. Oh, boy. Calm down. Getting all the excitement pumped up. Here we go. Did you tell him you're recording? No. Uh-oh. No, hold on. How do you do speaker on this thing? I'll tell you why I asked. Oh, here we go. Do you sleep on your back or your side? Do you have a preference? Uh, no, I'm all over the place. All over. I start off usually on my left side. Left side. I'll tell you why I asked. Um, we found a huge difference in our results depending on whether you're on your back or on your sides. Okay. So we're looking for a few things, but you have sleep apnea. But will you... We usually find if people stop breathing in their sleep, it doesn't matter what position they're in. Some people only do it on their back, and we don't know why. That's you. You stop breathing only when you're on your back. Or in your chair. And what happens is almost once a minute, your throat relaxes when you're sleeping on your back and closes, interrupts your breathing. Your brain senses it. You don't realize it. You sleep through it. But your brain takes you out of deep sleep into light sleep to keep you breathing again. So if you're sleeping on your back, you can sleep 10 hours. It doesn't matter. You're going to be tired because you never get continuous deep sleep. Your brain keeps interrupting it. The other risk with sleep apnea is it can cause heart attacks and strokes if it's significant enough. On the other hand, on your side, when you roll onto your sides, you're, you're just about normal. You're like a touch above normal, nothing to worry about. So with someone like you, the first step is not a mask, but actually something simple. It sounds ridiculous, but you take a tennis ball and put it in an old sock you don't use anymore. And you tie it to the back of your pajamas, or sew it there, or clip it, whatever. Not near your neck, lower down. So anytime you roll on your back, you feel it, you go back on your side. Now I know you have arthritis, so if your back's very sensitive, you could also get a body pillow. Basically focus on staying off your back when you sleep. The fatigue should improve if that's the issue. If you can't stay off your back, even trying those things, or you don't feel better, then call us, we'll lend you a CPAP, we'll get one of the companies to lend it to you. It breathes for you at night. It almost certainly works. The question is getting used to it, right? So not everyone can get used to wearing a mask at night. If you said, look, my fatigue is so bad, I want to start with that right away, I'm happy to do it, but you don't have to. Okay. Do you have any questions for me? There's also a mouth guard you can try for sleep apnea, but I think that's less likely to be effective with your results. Okay. Um, and that's basically all we found. We didn't find any much else. You, you kick a little bit, but it doesn't interrupt your sleep. Um, do you have any? Sorry, go ahead. I guess if I was to decide to, to try the, uh, whatever, like say the pillow first or something like that. Yeah. Um, do I have a certain time limit to decide like if three, I want to get months? the. I mean, you can call us anytime in the next two years without a referral, so it doesn't matter. But I would say. Let's say you're trying a tennis ball or a body pillow and you're trying to stay off your butt. Let's say give it at least three months and see if you feel better or not. Good. Okay. And if you don't, don't ignore it. Just call us. We'll lend you the CPAP. And you can try it for free for two, three months at home. And then if I like it, just we buy one. The government pays for most of it. 
the OHIP pays 75% of it. If you have insurance through work, they pay the difference. It takes a little getting used to it, but once you get used to it, it's just one more thing you do at night, except you feel better and you, you also improve your heart health, so you reduce your risk. Okay. Um, does the... What was I going to ask? The... You were asleep during the whole speech. <laughs> I guess with the sleep mask, that'd be the same uh, effect. Like you can use it on your side as well, or is it one of those things? Yeah, you can use it in any position. Other than stomach makes it a because the mask will get pushed into the pillow. But most people, like it's basically it's held in place with with a little um, device. Okay. And the body pillows you can just buy anywhere? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's even fancy, ridiculous devices that sell for 100 bucks. I was doing with the tennis ball thing, honestly. But they even sell these special belts you wear, and you can put stuff inside there on the back, like tennis balls or whatever. So anytime you roll on your back, you feel it. But you can make a homemade contraption, or you can get one of those body pillows you can buy anywhere. Okay. Okay, they're just... All right, well, I'll try the body pillow first, I guess. Mm. And then... Uh, he gave you an out. Discuss it with it. my wife as well, because she's the one that really notices, right? I'll give you the results. You can take it with the Oh, that's good. I want to so see on your back, that. you stop breathing 55 times an hour. On your side, it was 7. It averaged 24. Okay. 5 is normal. Just to give you an idea. On your side, you're fine. On your back, you're horrible. Okay, so 7 is normal. Yeah, right now. 5 is normal. Yeah. 7, we don't treat Five is normal. Five to fifteen per hour is mild. Fifty, even though these numbers sound awful, I know that. Right. Moderate. So most over thirty. Most people those are the do. People we do the mask. So most people do stop breathing usually at one point, right? Five is normal. Okay. But you're just a touch above normal on your side, nothing to worry about. But on your back, it's something to worry about. I I, I can't believe he gave you an out. Well, he didn't give me an out. It was, he said, on on my side, I'm normal. On my back, I'm bad. So if I just stay on my side, then all is good. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. Well, why not? I'm gonna that's go buy so a stupid. I'm gonna go buy a body pillow. Oh, what? <laughs> and where do you get those uh, the body pillow you speak of? <laughs> oh yeah, you go to the Cadillac store and I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever? You're like Larry David, you've never gone to a store yourself. Have you shopped for fucking body pillows? <laughs> I think I could find a body pillow if I went looking. Well, I'm trying to save myself the time from running around to uh, Walmart. Done. Do they sell body pillows? <laughs> yes, they do. They sell body pillows. I don't get what a body pillow is going to do. This that's it, a major cop. He just told you it stops you from rolling onto your back. It's gonna. It's gonna that, that's gonna move. No, because what I'm probably going to do is buy the pregnancy ones because then you can wrap it between your legs and it helps keep your knees apart as well. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, props to the doc. He's got a great voice. He's got a radio voice. Sound very lovely. However, him giving you this out is boggles my mind. It wasn't an out. Boggles my mind. Because it's like if you get into an accident... And he has diagnosed you as sleep apnea. He is liable that he didn't go through with the treatment on you. Other than, say, tie a freaking tennis ball to your back. Or a body pillow. Or a body pillow. I thought I got a body pillow. 
I got a body pillow. Well, I do mainly sleep on my side. That is, you don't know where you're sleeping. So you don't know what you're doing. I need, no. Get to sleep. What is your obsession? Get to sleep mask. Your obsession with me wanting to get a mask. Because uh, I would appreciate because just a, because a work you, partner conscious. Well, I told my wife we'll do the body pillow first and see how that works out. What do you mean, see how that works out? You're not going to go for another sleep test afterwards. You're not going to know if you've not gotten on your back yeah, or not. If I felt refreshed, then it's working. <sighs> My God. Strapping a mask is this not just ridiculous. You this think is <laughs> ridiculous. Here's what my doctor told me, and my numbers were not much different than yours. He's like, I'm diagnosing you as this, and you are required now by law to get a sleep mask. And if you do not provide me proof that you are on board with the system within, let's say, four weeks, I will be forced to report you to the Ministry of Transportation. Well, that sounds like a scam. Yeah. How much was his kickback for getting him, uh, giving, selling you a mask? Oh, I'm sure they all get paid. Yeah, that's right. However, you have to, uh, everyone who comes once, in here must leave with a mask. Once he diagnoses you, he is just as liable as you are. Because yeah, he has to follow to make no. sure that you are not still a danger behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'll s I sleep on my side, so it's good. You are diagnosed with sleep apnea. I heard that. And he said, take a tennis ball and shove it down your throat and you'll be fine. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't get it. Anyways, sounds like a great guy offered to lend you the system to get used to it. Yeah. Just do that. Just do that. <sighs> I'm begging you. Just do it. What did your wife say? I hope she didn't. She didn't agree that the pillow is the cure. Did she? Uh, I think she said it was okay. I, I'll talk to her again about it. Please, well, people, please uh, help me out right in here. Uh, anyone who's been through this situation too, have you ever heard of a doctor saying that before? Just use a pillow. That's crazy. Well, it'll stop you from turning over more no, than likely. No, it isn't. Nope. I could use that because it would feel nice on my back, actually. I thought about getting one of those pillows. Especially the ones that go between your legs. Oh, my God. What a waste this whole year's been. Thank you, doctor, whoever. Or did you have, like, your brother fill in and do this? And you guys came up with this cure. Was that really a doctor? Really? It was the doctor... Um, though I don't know what kind of job he has. Like, it's got to be the easiest job because I'm pretty sure the sleep technicians are the ones that came up with the results, and he just... Yeah. All right, I'll be the one talking to the patient. Yeah, he goes over it, and, uh, yeah, same thing with uh, my guy. He comes into the office, like, once a month to give everyone their results, and that's it. But it's up to him to decide what kind of pressure settings your machine gets and all that jazz. Put this 
put a ball behind your back. I've never heard of before in my life. And maybe he needs to be reported. This is ridiculous. So, conclusion, yes. Sleep apnea, severe. On my back. Severe. Treatment? Because I remember the number uh, on the paper. Uh, I'll take a picture and show it to you later. Uh, I think when I was on my back. Yeah, you said 54, right? I stopped breathing like mm. 54 times an hour. Is yep. that what it was? Yep. On your back. And then on my side, it was seven times. Or five. One of those two. Seven. It was seven. So, I don't know. Get the freaking sleep mask. Christ. It's paid for. Everyone's looking after you. The guy's going to lend you one. But then anytime I go, the, my issue with it is, the quote, one question my wife asked me is, is it noisy? I go, I don't know. It is not. Answered. Next question. When I travel, which, okay, I don't do that often, but. Yeah. You take it with you. No, I do not want to take it with me. I want to travel free. Do you want to have a restful night's sleep? Yes, you take it with you. I could, I got no problem passing out. It, that's not I the fall, issue. I fall asleep. As if you were listening to him, he said you could sleep for 11 hours and you still won't get any sleep. Yeah. Get the freaking. Well, I got two kids. Get the system. I cannot believe. Who is, give me his phone number later. I'll, let me talk to him. This is disappointing, beyond belief. How dare you give my friend false advice? Wow. Yeah. Okay, good. Come good. Lots well, of good news there. Unbelievable. Um, what? What are you looking at? No, I just other stuff I had notes taken down. Oh, anything important? I almost got run off the highway by, well, I did get run off the highway by a transport truck. Does that, that count? Seems important. I should have said that when you were talking about your highway traveling. I couldn't read my writing. Nothing big there. Just uh, happened last week. I was driving on the highway. I was in the right lane. Transport truck uh, in front of me and to my left. When the one on the left I noticed was slowly creeping over to my lane. Mm-hmm. And this was the the double long uh, dump truck ones. Mm, yeah. Where he's towing another truck behind him. Yeah. The same size as his original one. He's coming over, and I was actually proud of myself. This has never happened to me before where I've been pushed off the highway, but I saw him coming over, and I didn't freak out. I just literally calmly turned my wheel slightly and went off onto the shoulder of the highway and just kept on driving, took my foot off the gas till he went uh, completely ahead of me. And then I just calmly came back over. I didn't honk my horn, didn't have a temper tantrum in the car, call him names. Probably should have honked the horn. I should have, but still I was just super calm, man. Nice. Years of training. Awake? Uh, I was awake. Uh, luckily, I was. Well, number one, I'm always awake. But, uh, I, I couldn't imagine because his, it would have been one of those things where I guess if I wasn't paying attention or if I couldn't move over 
Maybe they would have had to have put the brakes on or, you know, get squished. Yeah. Well, it's too bad you didn't have that dash cam going. Yeah, I would have been. That would have been a good one to report. Yeah. Um. Hey, I've been thinking about getting a dash cam lately. Yeah, everyone should have one. And how do you get one? You go on to stcpod.com and uh, go to Amazon through our links mm-hmm. there and purchase one at Amazon. I was going to say go to Best Buy, but you could go to Amazon, too. I would go to Amazon. Best Buy, actually, no, I'm be- being serious. Our our department stores around here, do, their dash cams are crazily overpriced because it seems like the only ones they get in are from Logitech or some other stupid brand name, right? Whereas on Amazon, they have thousands and thousands of varieties of dash cams that do it better, more efficiently than what some oversized Logitech thing will do, right? Definitely look on Amazon for your dash cam. Hmm. I was, uh, I loaded up the car to go to the Value Village with donations. Oh, yeah. I had a trunk full, a trunk full of donations, a trunk full. I had two. These were uh, clothes I've been building up from the little kid for a while. Two garbage bags full and two boxes full. And not just little boxes, like boxes I can only take one at a time boxes. Trunk full. And, of course, I'm looking. I'm thinking, this will get me like two or three donation cards. No problem, right? The donation card is normally, uh, it's this stupid card they do and they punch it. Usually you get a punch for every grocery bag or something. You bring them. And you get five punches, you get 30% off. They changed their whole system this year. It used to be if you just get two punches, that's 10% off. You can use 10%. Now they changed it. You have to fill up your card to get the 30%. And even if you only get like four punches, you you only have until, what is it, March or something or May to get your card filled up or it's useless. They've just made donating simply, there's no reward for it. And let's not forget folks, Value Village is not charity. They are for profit. So if you want me to give you something, you have to give me something back. Anyways, I thought, I'm gonna be laughing full of cards here. I give her all that stuff, two giant garbage bags, two boxes. By the way, there was a woman before me who gave a whole bunch of stuff and left without taking a card. Hate seeing that. And uh, she goes away to start, would you like a donation? Yeah, I would like a donation. I hear her punching away on the other side. Meanwhile, I had a card in my wallet that had three punches in it. So I thought, well, I'll get this one filled up and then whatever card she gives me. And she comes back and the card she gives me is not filled up. It's missing two punches. And I'm I'm holding the one that I wanted her to fill up as well. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not full. I thought we'd fill this up and you'd fill up that card at least. It's like, no, no, you, you only had like two bags. It's not... I'm like they weren't they weren't grocery bags they were like garbage bags full it's like yeah um no it's like if you bring three grocery bags we'll give you one punch Hmm. like so you want me to bring a cube van full of clothes to get one 30 percent off card from you people so i said forget that freaking card just fill this one up she filled that up and uh gave me two punches on a new card kind of thing 
And I swear to you, I will not go back to them with donations ever again. Yeah, I don't it's believe not you. worth it. I will go give it to a real charity shop. This isn't worth it. They don't appreciate it. That's where they're getting their inventory from. You believe that? What's your story with it? Oh, I just had the same, not the same thing in terms of I didn't give nearly as much as you did, and uh, I got one punch. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I threw my card out because I knew I would never fill it up yeah. before the expiry date. Yeah, and you have a time limit. That's it. I'm either going to throw shit in the garbage or I'm just, like you said, give it to, make sure I specifically go to a Salvation Army. Because, uh, yeah, Val Valley Village has gone out of control. They're such pricks. How can you bite the hand of the donators? They increased their prices, taken away their, their only uh, real, you know, uh, I was going to say treat to the customers, but, uh, you know, thank you to the, to the customers that donate by taking a, by making a 30% card, like impossible to fill up and, you know, forget it. I'm not, uh, I'm not donating to you guys anymore if you're not going to treat customers well. Nope. Those bastards, I'm telling you. Oh, did you see, um, I, I don't know if you noticed, if you saw in the news there, one of our early influences, influencers, podcast-wise, uh, Kevin Smith had a massive heart attack. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, well, you don't sound impressed. I, <laughs> you mean I don't sound surprised? I, why? Why would you say that? Because huh, he's had a lifetime of not taking care of himself. Oh, sorry, we're not all steaming ourselves every day. Holy mackerel. What do you want me to say? He just lost like 100 pounds in the last couple of years. Give the guy a break. I don't like how he looks now. <laughs> he, he, looks, uh, he looks unhealthy to me. Because he doesn't have the weight on. Well, his face is very, it just seems very gaunt. I don't know. Oh, my like God, he's, there uh, is no helping you. But anyway, it's you know, good for him on losing the weight, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that he's had a lifetime of Let's face it, probably eating poorly and not taking care of himself. Yep. So it doesn't matter what you do in the later parts. There's been all that damage is done, and especially he, he had what uh, the doctor had called the Widowmaker, so that's 100% blockage, and that just doesn't happen overnight. Yep. No, you're right. And, uh, of course, he had a family. His father died of heart attack. So it was in the family, the heart business. Anyways, I just wanted to, uh, you know, bring you up to speed on that because uh, we both appreciate Kevin Smith. I more than you, of course, because you can't understand his movies. But uh, Well, I uh, refuse to watch garbage. He did have a nice, uh, nice vi he put out a video from the hospital a couple days later. It was, it was a good, he has, a, of course, he's a master storyteller, right? So he had a great story involved with the, how the whole thing went down. And, you know, everyone should listen to it just so you can get some more tips on what to look for when uh, these heart episodes happen. He, didn't, he had no idea. He was, like, well into the hospital in the operating room before he finally accepted the fact he had a heart attack. He just, it just was not, he was in zero pain. He didn't think it, he didn't, like, experience any of the drama that he thought would happen with a heart attack. So it was kind of interesting to hear his story going through all that. 
And of course, <laughs> the whole time he's fighting with them because they need to take his clothes off and stuff. And so he's fighting with them. No, you're not. You're not getting my shirt off. <laughs> They're like, we gotta, we gotta shave your groin area, cause you know they go up through the groin. Nope, you're not taking my underwear off. <laughs> he remembers being in the operating room, and the doctors are going, "Why is this man's underwear still on?" <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that's my fault." Anyways, Kevin Smith, we, uh, you're in your, th- we're, you're in our thoughts, buddy. And uh, are we, are we getting done here? Uh, my battery's about to die, so wrap holy it up. Holy shit! Okay, I just wanted to give a nice plug out to our buddy Jared at Retro Revolutions. He's finally followed up his uh, amazing season one round of videos with uh, the first episode of season two at Retro Revolutions. He's doing something called the Sony Synthetic. You know, he's the guy. He, he, he like consolized the PSP. Remember that craziness? Now he's putting like a, a PlayStation. Into uh, into like a ghetto blaster, so it's a it's a big crazy production. Definitely check that out. My turn. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to finish off by saying, uh, remind everybody the Barry Game Exchange uh, first one's coming up this year. That'll be Sunday, May six. And for all the information on it, just go to www.barrygameexchange.ca. And that's uh, for our good buddy, Haji, who always puts on a good show and takes care of uh, the boys of STC. So we appreciate it, and this is our way of uh, just letting everybody know and hopefully uh, the same amount of people. Each each year and each show has actually gotten bigger and bigger. So uh, if you guys are in the uh, Ontario area uh, and somewhere close to uh, Barrie or a couple hours away, it's definitely one of these shows to check out. Uh, throughout the year. Only mm-hmm. happens twice. BarryGameExchange.ca Wow, nice. Hey, we want to give a big thank you to those people who have found our shirts on the T Public site and uh, you know, found a way to, to buy a couple shirts. Uh, more, cool. than a, more than a couple shirts. Oh, yeah, truckloads. Truckloads of shirts. I just want to say thanks uh, if someone has found uh, their way on there. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, anything else? Uh, I'm Joe, he's Bill. You can find Bill on Twitter at STCPod. Check me out on Twitter at ACDecepticon. And uh, if you're listening to us, you got to check out some of the great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Yeah, and find our forums over there, and let's talk about these episodes, uh, STCPod, over at uh, cartridgeclub.org. Is that it? Is that everything? That's it. All right, post and post it.